Hello, and welcome back to Adventure's Edge, Heroes of the Veil, Episode 2. My name is Don, and I'll be the Game Master for this campaign. Again, we are playing Pathfinder 1st Edition with some homebrew rules in the world of Telus, a disc world filled with magic and mystery. I have the full cast back, and we will continue to do introductions for the first few episodes. With me today, Rochelle. I'm Zinnia. Glow. Hello, I'm Bramble. Matt, I'm drunk. I keep thinking trunk is like, sometimes I hear drunk. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> the goal is eventually you will not be able to tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jeff. Uh, Tommy. And Thad. I'm Darun. All right, well, how's everybody doing? Um, great. Excellent. Good. <laughs> Excited to start. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. We had we had a bit of a long episode one. Everybody kind of started finding their way through their characters, trying to stay on their voices for an hour and a half. I'm sure you all remember exactly what you sounded like. Uh, for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zinnia's ready to go. Nice. All right. <laughs> the dwarf is strangely silent. <laughs> strangely silent. Deep thoughts. Okay. He he was unexpectedly dour for a session. Yes, yes. I'm working on my my voice. I I was feeling out of weather. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe I got caught a little bit of the. the I mean, I you did. You did have a little bit of a yeah yeah you know, something going on there, and it was like, wow, this guy. Uh, yeah. I just tried to say, what would AI sound like? <laughs> so I'll punch it up a little uh, bit, give him to the spirit of things. Well, you know. I'm he, practicing. He was living with that, you know, Ugh, that other old imagine? guy. And so maybe he just needs some companions to bring a little bit of oh. joy into his life. A little sun and life. fun. That's right. Yep. I, you know. So a year of living with this crotchety old dwarf just really rubbed off on you. That would do it. Yeah, I I can see that. Don't bring me down. Cutting his toenails and it's just. just... (laughs) Why is that the place we went to first? (laughs) It's where we went. Wow! You guys started asking questions why I was quiet. (laughs) If you don't like the answer, don't ask the questions. Every character has their tragic backstory. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't losing my parents or anything like that. It was like cut this dude's toenails. I haven't seen the fallout too much. It's more tragic than most, actually. And back then, they didn't have clippers. Why are are we doing this? (laughs) No, like. I want to bring the. I want to get the, the the whole. I wanted this to be almost like a imagination of of our listeners. Please listen more after this. Do not wow. turn this off. Yeah, yeah. A thousand people are just like, oh, gross. Click. Click. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we'll have to add content warnings now. <laughs> Ooh. well, uh, that happened. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna dive into this. Um, I think that is the way we're going to try to do this show is kind of minimal banter, maximum play, and then we will probably have a 
banter show at some point here, mm-hmm. uh, maybe after a few more episodes. We're also going to normally have a recap, and I think we're going to normally try to have one, a player do a recap, <laughs> but we really didn't discuss it this time, and they're all looking at me blankly, so I will do I will do the recap for this session, and we'll see if we can get that distributed out over the next few sessions. So episode one saw the heroes beginning to come together. We started out with a sick child, Brina, who is Tommy's uh, younger sister. And we learned that Zinnia has been living in, uh, living in the eaves in her room now for an indefinite period of time, teaching her how to speak the Fey language and making fairy chains and stuff. But the child was sick. She sent for help. And her friends came. So we had Glow and Trunk get, get summoned from the Fey. I just said Glow. But, you know, Glow's such a fun yeah. Fey name. You know, it, yeah. it translates. It does. Your middle name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bramble Glow. Yeah. We had, man, we're going to be, this is fun. We're a little punchy today. All right. We had uh, Bramble and Trunk come to the town of Ravenrock. And there they, they came across a dwarf. A somewhat surly dwarf, yeah, somber, <laughs> who was out seeking help mm-hmm. for his sick mentor Umros, and then he guided them up to Tommy's house, where or Tommy's parents' house, where Tommy had been summoned by his mother, and then everybody met at the Gunderson's house. Little chaos ensued, and then you guys made your way eventually down to the Roots and Remedies place, where you learned more that uh, there's a lot of sick people. And I think my favorite line of the episode was we were playing Pathfinder, the CDC edition. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then uh, you all went on and started looking, at, looking around for the source of the problem, where you ended up at one of the town wells, where Zinnia did a recon mission and returned with some uh, black growth that was down, down in there. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think I had called it a moss, but it, was really, it really was a fungus. And we ended with most of the party sealing off the well and Zinnia racing back to the Roots and Remedies with the sample. You got it. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what happened. Yeah. Ta-da! All right. So we're going we're gonna to fast forward just a little bit and we're going to pick up the action when everybody has returned to the Roots and Remedies. The crowd has largely dispersed and Zinnia is has been there for a, a little bit and the rest of the group has shown up while Laurel has been rooting through a pile of books, trying to find any information she can on this mysterious fungus, Black Scour. All right. And we'll begin. <laughs> so um, Laurel's in the back and uh, you can hear her rustling around with the books. And then she comes up to the desk and starts laying them out as uh, all of you are kind of gathered, gathered around inside. She's, she'll start out by saying, I know I've heard of something called Black Scour. It's, it's just vaguely familiar. Like perhaps, perhaps it's something in one of my mother's books that got passed down. And she pulls up this kind of dusty old book and starts flipping through pages. You can see a kind of really crazy scrawl all in it. Um, it's almost illegible as she's, uh, you know, just carefully going through all these old brittle pages and looking at, you can see sketches of, of various wildlife and of various flora in there. And uh, eventually she stops about halfway through the book and she's like, aha, 
I think this could be it. Okay, so what does it say? Well, I'm reading through here, and it looks like this looks like it's a um, an old cure from. I think she got this one. Actually, maybe she got most of these from the old hag Urizmila, who lives out in the forest. I see. It is definitely looks like a cure for this black scour and possibly some others. Um, I have most of these ingredients. It looks like there's a few in here that I don't really recognize, though. The forest. The forest. Do you know of this hag? Have you heard this hag's name? To um, turning <laughs> my face to the, the 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 wood folk. To the wood folk. The uh, our three forest dwellers. Well, actually, everybody could technically roll a knowledge local, but I will give the the forest dwellers a bonus to that roll. Mm. Fourteen. Nine. I got a three. I can't believe that Trunk is winning here at a (laughs) glorious 11. Uh, No, he won. (laughs) No, I got a 14. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get a forest bonus. Oh, yeah. Maybe you get extra forest bonus. You get fish bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Fish bonus. (laughs) I lied. I got an eight. That makes more sense. You're supposed to know things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... Um, I would say none of you definitively know who this person is. For some reason, I mean, Tommy, you feel like you've heard that name, but you can't imagine why. Well, I've heard a lot of names, so. <laughs> okay, well, that that creates an interesting uh, conundrum, so you have to figure out uh, possibly more about her. But anyway, so she goes through this, uh, through this recipe book, and she says, all right, well, I do have, like I said, I do have most of these ingredients. But there are three that I, um, I'll need to continue researching here. Okay, what are these ingredients? Well, the first is a, it's a pickled root called rat's tail. It's pleasant. Uh, the second is elderwood moss, and the third ingredient ingredient are iron bloom mushrooms. So, do I know any of these? Well, you may all give me nature checks to see if you do know them. And she is going to grab another book and start combing through to see if she can identify what they are also. Got to 21. Okay. So, so is this separate for each of them? It is going to be a separate for each of them. Ooh, yeah. Nice. So for the rat's tail, that is a 23. Okay. Sounds uh, like you've pickled a rat's tail before. Uh, yeah, you're, you are familiar with those. And it is a, um, the trouble with those, you, you have heard of that as an ingredient, and it is, a, it is a root. However, it can take months to properly cure. Ooh. Oh, but, but my good friend Bramble. Um, um, I, I've rolled a 25. A natural 20. Also on the rat's tail? Also on the rat's tail. And so, uh, Bramble, does that mean that you have some at your at your place at home? <laughs> uh, you you don't. Oh. But you definitely concur, and uh, you could probably find some in the wild, and you definitely could identify them. But they're going to take much longer to prepare. Hmm. So you're going to need to find some that are already pickled mm-hmm. if you want to 
say, you know, make this remedy in time to actually save people. I see. Uh, I see. Looks like we'll have to go to the hipsters in town. <laughs> Indeed. I got 21 on the moss. 21 on the moss, the Elderwood moss. Um, that actually is a bit more obscure. Hmm. Uh, I have a 24. 24. Yes. It, and that's also with your plus four bonus? Uh, plus five bonus. Now, did you add your the plus four for... I was giving you guys a, a plus four. For Woodfolk. Oh, oh. oh sorry. Oh. Sorry, I didn't specify that. Uh, I'm going to apply that to that one. I just My brain jumped ahead. That one in particular, the three of you, the three from the wood, can also add a plus four. So no, then that's so a 29. 20. Okay. Because the trunk's like, I'm over here rolling. I don't know what you got. Oh, I'll step in when you're done here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that one you definitely know. You've heard of that. Um, and the trick with the elderwood is that it uh, grows on uh, only on the old growth trees. Hmm. And there's the like the fey legend that it tends to uh, mostly start on like the oldest tree in the forest, which. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the tree that Trunk was was found by. I got some of the Amahones. So I got a nat 20 on the Iron Bloom Mushrooms, modified by negative five because I don't know anything, plus four because I live in the forest for a grand 19. (laughs) All right. That. um... I got 25 on Iron Bloom Mushrooms. I'm out. I fold. Yeah. I kind of figured <laughs> we, we would have some specialists on this. Well, I'm vaguely familiar with the words wood or mushroom, but <laughs> it's about as far as I got. Trunk has heard of them, but you, you don't, um, you don't know the, you like, you felt like you, if you thought about it perhaps a little more and then it sounded like you got a 25. Uh, so the iron blue mushrooms, you know, they grow, they tend to grow near ruins, but the, um, they uh, are drawn where, like where the ground is particularly iron rich. Um, they are known to sort of oddly be attracted in a phase sort of way to places where there's been forges or oh. different things like that. So I will then give... You acknowledge local on that particular piece. Of, I'm pointing over okay. here at Thad for his character. So, so you're giving me the plus four? I'm going to give you a plus four to this So one. 15. Okay. And this is actually a much lower DC because we had actually. <laughs> <laughs> I can't compete with 29. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is actually something that, this is something you specifically studied. Mm-hmm. Um as you know, there are some dwarf ruins mm. uh, north of the river, uh, yes. kind of at the edge of the Hollywood. Sure. Um, it's kind of near home. Well, sort of. We, Not quite north. Yeah, you you live you live on north, the right at the edge of the. I came from edge of edge of the the uh, giant's teeth. Yeah, we'll have to pinpoint that. I, yeah. I actually kind of, th- I found a town for you. Oh, you did? Yeah, there is a town. I have a home and origin story. <laughs> <laughs> so, Darun, you might know where we can find the ironwood mushroom? Yes, I'll have to think about it a little bit, but yeah, I think I can. So, it sounds like the 
pickled rat's tail is going to be the problem. Well, we'll just have to go find someone who has it. Is it the Urzmel? What was her name? The Hag. The Hag. She goes by her name, the Hag. That's her. That's what she wants to go by. You you knew the name. Yeah, I recognized it. Do you think maybe the Otterkin is where you heard the name? Could be. We could ask the Ottos. You actually thinking of why you would have heard it? No, and I know exactly why you would have heard it. Um, because you work, you know, down at the docks, and it has probably come up through uh, some of the loggers. Okay. Yeah there there's a logging no. there is a logging camp uh, just west of town, and it's possible that maybe some of them spoke of her at some point. Sure. So maybe somebody at the camp has an idea where they live, or she lives. Well, we definitely check with the loggers. I don't like the tree cutters. I'm not a big fan myself. They don't have a, a very good sense of humor. That's true. <laughs> very, That's all I know about them. Very true. <laughs> well, where do we want to start? So Laurel is, well, it sounds like, because she, she's still like looking through her books. Well, it sounds like you've already puzzled out possibly where to get these. I, I, does this mean you're, you're going to go find them all? I don't know who else would right now. Yeah, we could. Well, I, I certainly am going. If it's going to save the town, I mean, it's for the good of the people. That well, that's wonderful. That is that is so wonderful. I, I'm sure everybody will be incredibly thankful, and, and no doubt the mayor and will will we'll spread the word that you you're going to go get help. The the mayor, yeah. <laughs> I just want Trunk scratches his when, head because he remembers being told that election? he was the mayor. <laughs> I'm not sure what the mayor is. So, uh, do you have any kind of healing potions or something? Just just chucking. Well, I mean, of course I do. Oh, I was suppose there a discount, perhaps. Well, she she'll look at you thoughtfully, asking for a friend. Well, I mean, the healing potion probably won't help your friend, unfortunately. No, but it might help us. You see, this might be a dangerous thing to some. It could be dangerous, I agree. Yes. The tree that we have to go to, not even the Fey will approach. It is a bad place. My point exactly. Well, it, I guess it wouldn't be fair to impose upon you to do this for free, even for the benefit of yourselves and your family and all the people you care about. But we do need you to survive and get back as quickly as you can. Mm. and. I mean, the truth be told, I, I may profit from this, and that wouldn't be right. So, yes, I, can, uh, I do have some, some healing potions that I can provide you. Uh, if you could just write out how much you need of everything, because, you know, we don't want to come back with you know, just like a spoonful of sugar. She did not ask for sugar. She has plenty oh. of that over there. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm estimating right now there's at least 30 infected or so, so... If you can, yeah, I'll write this out, and she will scribble this out and, and quickly hand you a note of how many she would optimally want of each of the ingredients. I'll stash it. And uh, then she'll go to the back and return with three small vials of blue liquid. Thank you kindly. She will hand those to, I guess, your hands to distribute. Mm -hmm. Can I get one extra very-sized portion? 
Maybe one of those is perhaps like five for you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's got to be kind of, you can't consume the whole vial, right? Well, I know, but I can't carry any of those on my person. So I'm oh. asking if she can just give me one. Well, you can. It, it, I mean, you can. It's just half your size. Do not worry. If you fall down, we'll just pour it on top of you like a shower. <laughs> I think I might. We can find something. We, I might have a smaller vial. Do you have like a small, tiny vial with cork top? <laughs> we just split it. We would like portions in venti and. <laughs> uh, you just have extra large. That's all you have. <laughs> He's super sized. <laughs> Zinnia wipes away a tear. <laughs> Zinnia, we can figure this out. Don't do worry. not worry. Yeah. I'll put it on my belt. And if you need it, just swing on by. So we should probably go talk to the loggers because we have to find out where this hag is before we even go into your woods. Indeed. Mm. That's true. I, we do not even know if you'll be welcome there. Well, I'm sure we'll be just fine. People are typically good. <laughs> mm. I mean, that's been my experience. My experience has been, don't go into the town. Everybody's terrible. <laughs> well, you met, you met us? Yeah. Yep. Kind of hurtful word. I grin and give you a... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think God is Pat my head, I'm sure. Muss up your hair. <laughs> okay, then. Let's go. Let's go. Do you... Uh, Asking, asking for rent. Did you want to make any preparations before you go? I probably have an adventurer's bag back home that I'd want to get some stuff together. Yeah, I very clearly just grabbed a shirt earlier, so <laughs> I should probably get some my armor on and such. Grab your sack and yeah, I have a backpack. Oh wow, I don't have like a. I'm sorry, I, you probably make more than I do. Actually, I do. Yeah, <laughs> successful fisherman. <laughs> Okay, so at least the two of you who live here are going to go back to your respective places, mm -hmm. grab your gear, and then uh, Zinnia, Bramble, and Trunk, while they're running about, are you going to go with them, or did you want to do something else? Um, I would like to go uh, check on Brina one more time. Okay. And just tell her what, what we found in like very gentle terms. I will accompany you. Trunk will probably just wander around town making sure that the other wells aren't also infected. That is a good idea. How are you going to do that, Trunk? I will figure it out. Okay. Maybe I'll just break all of them. Might be poisoned. <laughs> but then the people won't be able to have anything to drink. I'm sure it rains. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> be safe. You um, you go check on Brina. She's still, she's still obviously quite ill, but you can see that uh, her mother has given her some tea, and uh, you you give her the update that you're going to go get a, a permanent cure. Yes. Just leaving out the the fact that she's possibly dying. <laughs> yes, I will not. I will not say anything about dying. Okay. All right. Well, I'll wait here for you. I'm sure you'll be back soon with a cure. Okay, stay strong. I will. I will, Zinni. I miss you. I miss you too. All right, and uh, trunk, you go and deface some some wells, possibly, or 
I mean, only if there seems to be evidence that these wells also share the same kind of like black scour, you know, pull up some water, sniff it, find an animal, see if it runs away from it. <laughs> Throw the animal down the well. Well, Out. that one drowned. This is I'm bad. Just, trying to, <laughs> just imagining a troll chasing around pets and animals. Around the, Here, drink this. <laughs> With a bucket of water. <laughs> I'm sure that it gathers enough people looking and closing their shutters. <laughs> Trying <right>. from air. <laughs> All right. You managed to you managed to check on at least two more. You you don't see signs or any any reason to make you think that they're also infected. Excellent. All right. And um so Jeff, you you go grab uh Tommy goes grabs gives all his gear. Mm-hmm. You're kitted out. So you got weapons and armor and backpack and all that good stuff. All of it. Full adventures kit. Nice. All right. And I'll grab my, I've got like a, a trident kind of thing that I use for fishing. I'll grab that. That's the only weapon I really have. So. Okay. All right. And um, so Thad, you go and check on Umros and. Was it Glenda? Yeah, Gilda. Gilda? Yeah, I'll, I'll go tell Gilda. We're going to go find a cure. Please keep an eye on him. And if he gets worse, uh, and then I will give her, like, information for the local cleric. Okay. <laughs> Everybody needs the last rites. She will, uh, yeah, she'll seem I mean, understanding, but, but also just like she hadn't really even considered that as a possibility. So you, you leave her a bit uh, ashen-faced, but uh, she was I, I, I will I will keep close watch on him. Don't worry. I will try to be as, you know, solidly put my hand on her shoulder. It'll be okay. We'll, we'll find something for you. Oh, I, I do hope so, Darun. I, I do hope so. Me too. All right. See you later. Okay. So then uh, I would say probably within 40 minutes or so, you reconvene at the uh, place that you established no doubt maybe back at the roots of remedies i would say so at this point it is um basically midday mm-hmm. and you yeah you're let's go yeah you're just gonna head should out we uh, do you i mean we should just maybe go down and talk to the loggers and they can if if they're not very comfortable around them Cynia is definitely not going to appear in front of the loggers well, that's okay I, I will be hiding out well we can get closer and mm-hmm. it may be split off from there mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, that works. So far, I have not been uncomfortable around anyone. Some people seem I to shy away from me, but not the other way around. It's it's your large size. Everyone is very small here. Yes. I thought maybe that would be different, but no, all short. I would say everybody's big in the woods, but then, you know, you got the fairy and you, and it's... We are multi-sized in yes, the woods. Yes, I see that. Have you ever, have you, ch- you could check out the river. So it's oh. the logging camp north? <laughs> Just while we're doing this, I mean... Or west of the of it the is, town. It is. It is. It is straight out. Um, straight out the west gate. Ah, okay. Uh, directly towards the woods. So I, I did refresh roll twenty for you here. If you want to look at your maps to get an idea of the terrain that you're going into, the mm-hmm. uh, the logging camp is about a league west of town, basically right, you know, right as you enter into the forest down the road. Mm-hmm. Which that translates to. Oh, I see it. About a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's giddy up. Okay. I'll ra- I'll ride on Bramble right now, if that's okay with Bramble. Of course it is. 
And as far as everybody's base rates, this is, this is a mechanical question. I'm pretty sure that we're all moving at the speed of Darun. Then as you assume your base rate of 20. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to just leave him in the dust. <laughs> You'll hear me complain a lot if that's the case. That is correct. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe Trunk can just like... Trunk like, is definitely considering picking up the dwarf, but given given discussions of reaching out, touching people, and, you know, size differences, Trunk's not sure yet. So he'll wait until he's asked for a ride. <laughs> oh, I wasn't thinking ride. I was thinking like... Picking up a throwing him, throwing him ahead, and then <laughs> you know, then we catch up, and then you pick him up. And it's a throw. new sport. Yeah, dwarf push me. Don't tell the elf. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, I've lived it my whole life. Um, All right. I would say, yeah, twenty. All right. So it takes uh, it takes about an hour and a half out the West Road. It's a pretty simple walk. It's midday. It's still kind of cool. The sun again is high in the northern sky, and this section of, this section of travel here is kind of a mixture of um, there's some farmland, so you pass a handful of farms along the way. This actually used to be back when the city was built. This used to be where the forest kind of came out through, but <gasps> you know, over the years, it's obviously been harvested. So, I mean, the Fey folk know that there is a kind of an arrangement between the loggers and, uh, you know, and certain members of the Fae who kind of keep an eye on the forest there. But there's definitely people who are not happy with the progression of the deforestation over here. Mm-hmm. So with that said, you, uh, yeah, you quickly reach, uh, reach the logging camp. And it sounds like as you get close, you, uh, some of you are going to go hide or kind of go off to the side or something. Is that what you're thinking? Well, that's what... That's what Zinnia wants to do, Bramble. What do you say? Um, I'll keep a distance. I can still see everybody, but I'm not going to get too close. Okay. So the two of you will kind of go off at a distance, kind of circumvent the camp, just staying out of sight, while our other three will boldly stride into the camp. And Nipper's going to kind of stay near us. Okay. How does Nipper feel about Kodrus? Nippers they fine. seem to get along. Yeah, there's, there's, doesn't seem to be any conflict. No. Okay. Just well, yeah. I mean, it helps that Nipper's a familiar. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. true. He's he's a smart little fox. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the uh, the 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 logging camp is a pretty large operation. There's several dozen loggers that work here. They actually have uh, some, there's tents and things where people will stay, but then they're they've constructed like a, an office. Or the uh, the people who actually run it, and you can see, yeah, they're, most of them are out. I mean, they, it looks like some of them have just finished up their lunch, but many of them are still out working. You see piles of logs, and there's wagons nearby. So it, there's a lot going on. The sounds of saws fill the air, and uh, as the three of you come walking into the camp, you can see that they don't get a normal. You know, it's not like this is a private area, but they don't get a ton of just random people wandering into the logging camp with no purpose. <laughs> sure. So you you know you very quickly catch the eye of at least a few of the loggers and uh, one of them will kind of at least pause and uh, he was kind of in the camp looks like he was just finished eating and he walks over and mm, can I help you? Would would I recognize this individual? I assume they would come to town. I mean, sure. I mean, the loggers probably send down the river, send the 
Yeah, but I imagine they come into town at oh, some to, point. Yeah, they they get they get some days off, right? And I my family owns the bar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, sure. You pull that line, huh? Um, <laughs> We're here to collect your tab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, yeah, there's a good chance you recognize. I mean, at least from their face. Sure. Let's see if you start knowing everybody's everybody's name. I can. It's okay. Uh, you want to make a? I'll give you make make a knowledge local to see if you can pull his name out of the air. That would be nineteen. That's Bernard Corbett. And and what's Bernard's status there at the uh, at the old bar? That's exactly what I was gonna do. By the way, I'm sorry. <laughs> do you bring Mama with? I did. I did. Uh, he's 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 definitely paid up. They, they, right. they they're they're pretty Give good. A coupon or something. Yeah. Coupon. So I'll uh, <laughs> if if we're not quite to him yet, I'll I'll wave uh, to Bernard. Hey, Bernie. It's Tommy. Uh, uh, hey, Tommy. Hey, Tom. So I'll get a little tongue twisted at the beginning because I'm not, I'm not super bright. But um, so uh, I need to get some information. I was told maybe you had it. Uh, me? Well, you, the loggers, you know, all of you. I need to find out where the egg is. Um, he look. He just cocks his head. I, I'm not sure. I know what you're talking about. Well, I was told that, you know, it was possible you or one of your mates would know where the old Ela is. Hmm. Mate. Hmm. Let's go ask Mylan. Sure. All right. So uh, he will kind of look. Who's. He actually does, obviously. He looks at. Uh, <laughs> the, doll. the dwarf first, right? <laughs> yeah. He looks at the dwarf first. <laughs> hmm. I don't recognize these two. You're a big fella. That is what I've been told. You need a job? No. <laughs> <laughs> now, these are a couple of my friends. We're, we're on a bit of a trip. Oh, off into the woods? Unfortunately. Ah, you gotta, gotta take care. It's not safe out there. Well, that's why I brought the big fella, right? Ah, yeah. Looked down at myself <laughs> wondering why that would matter. <laughs> All right, um, he will lead you over to uh, a, a larger group of guys. Uh, looks like maybe they're, they haven't quite begun getting back to work, and they're kind of looking at some piles of wood and things. Somebody's got a broken axe, and they're, they're talking about it. And, yeah, Bernard calls out, Hey, Mylon, uh, Thomas here has a question for you. You can call me Tommy. To- Tommy, sorry. <laughs> Are you offended by Thomas? I yeah, a little bit, a little bit. That's what my parents call me. Uh, Tommy, yeah, Tommy, yeah. Um, so this other guy, uh, he's a kind of a square-jawed guy, you know, well-tanned, short-cropped hair. He he comes walking over. What's going on? Well, we need to find the old healer. The, the, you know, you remember uh, the hag that used to be in town? Oh, the one in that old cabin somewhere, yeah. Yeah, we need to find her. You happen to know where she is in the woods? Or at least point out a direction? Uh, you know, I do. I, why? Oh, you haven't been to town, have you? There's a lot of sickness going around town. Might be nice to just camp out here for a few days, mate. Oh, no, I, I just got word. My, my nephew's sick. Yeah, Bree's sick. You know, little Bree? Yeah. Yeah, she's taken ill. So we got to find the healer. 
Oh, you're gonna go get you're gonna go get medicine. Yeah, more or less. We gotta get the parts, as I understand it, to make the medicine. Apparently, she pickles rats' tails. That's the unfortunate truth. Huh. Well, that's if you can get. He's really not doing well. Yeah, we're gonna get as much as we can to make you know all we can in a town. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, sure. You got um, you got something to write with. I'll pull out my parchment, my quill. There you go. Or I've got chalk, and you can draw it on one of these stones here. Draw on a stone, <laughs> mate. You got paper. I know. <laughs> stone is like the Earth's way of parchment. Yeah, but it's a lot heavier. That's <laughs> no, why they made paper. We don't carry it. We just so we can. I mean, we can visualize where it is. But if we draw it on a paper, we can take it with us, and we don't have uh, to visualize. It. Okay. Okay. Well, this paper isn't cheap. So I'll just go ahead and hand him the... <laughs> Trunk's just baffled by the fact that anybody writes anything Classic dwarf, that's right. <laughs> right. See? Troll gets it. All right. So he will, uh, he'll take your parchment and your quill and said, all right, well, we're here. And he will basically do like a really high level, not terribly accurate sketch of the section of the woods and just kind of mark where he's, he thinks her cabin is. Yeah, it's about uh, basically about two leagues uh, south southwest from here. Okay, um, that's great, mate. I oh, absolutely appreciate it. Um, we've got a couple of friends that we left behind. They're a little skittish. Is it any way I could take this parchment and just have them maybe clean up the edges of the of the map? They're they're from the woods, so um, they might be. I just want to make sure we get there. And I'm not terribly smart, you know that. I mean, it's your parchment. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> my parchment. <laughs> and I'll take it. Well, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and he said it was his nephew, right? Yeah. Yeah. And would I know his nephew's name? Evo. Uh, Evo. Uh, Evo. Evo. Well, as soon as we got all the pieces, mate. I'll make sure that we get some to Evo. Okay? Oh, that's, yeah, that's really good news. Yeah, it's on me, too. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of Evo. Ah, oh, you're, you're a good one there, Tommy. All right, I appreciate you. And then um, we'll head off out of, well, I'll head off out of the logging camp. I don't know. You guys can follow if you like. Apparently, I better leave or they're going to hire me. So. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you didn't even ask if it was union. They may have given you benefits. Trunk doesn't really understand the concept of working for money. What's a benefit? <laughs> Tommy was like, man, the, the logging business is good. Well, let's go back to the others and find out if they know where this is. It's great. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Bramble and Zinnia, you have uh, kind of circled around. You saw they, they spent some time chatting and it looked like maybe they were, you know, handing something over. And so you assume you could probably make it for the trees without being noticed and get safely out of sight. If that's what you wanted to do. Yes. Yes. Okay. That mean then the other three of you can uh, kind of head in that direction. Once sure. you once you kind of get into the tree line, I'm sure they will quickly find you. You will never guess what people in the town do. They draw what they think trees look like to figure out where to go. No, that 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 seems like people. Uh, you think you could take a look at this map and maybe figure out about where 
she leaves. It's not super accurate based on what he was saying, but you might be able to pick it out, I guess. I can take a look at it. That would be great. All right, Bramble, you take a look at the map. All right, you study it. Yeah, he's obviously not very artistic, but you know where the fate, you know, <laughs> you know where you live in relation to things and start getting a sense of scale using that as a point of reference. With a little bit of study, you, you actually find it pretty curious that you haven't stumbled across this cabin. Oh, can, can I assist in some way? Well, I mean, so Bramble thinks that they know. I mean, so yeah, you using the pen, you can probably add a few of their little details in. And yeah, you think you, I mean, you think you know the direction to go. You know, once you guys get into the forest, you, somebody's going to do some, some navigating, but should not be too difficult. If she has lived in the wood for this long, she probably has some kind of magic to keep herself concealed. Yes, because I do believe I recognize this, this, where this is, but I've not seen this cabin before. Hmm. Well, it is time to go knock on some trees and see if a hag answers. Okay, let's go. It must be a phrase they use Ooh, here in the woods. Yes. <laughs> so, it's not familiar. This moss, this elderwood moss, where does it locate it? All around or the big tree, you say, right? But that's in the middle of the forest? Yes. That's, well, it's where we found Trunk. Okay. So we go get the pots first. Yeah? So go get the what? The pots for this hag. Oh. You're like the rat's tail. Yeah. I thought it's... You said said parts. Oh, you said parts. Yeah, (laughs) parts. It's pots. I thought you said pots. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> we need to find the rat's tail first because if, if we don't find the rat's tail, then the rest of it doesn't even matter. Let's go Everybody visit. Will be I, dead. I, I thought I thought he said pots, like clay pots. He oh. said meant to say parts. Parts. Or say parts. We call it parts. That's what I said. You said pots. No, it's not what I said. Okay, so let's go. Okay. So you, uh, you said it right. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we actually have in-character confusion about the language. So that's really fun. Blending in-character and out-of-character. Yeah, a whole lot sometimes when Tommy talks. <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen My Fair Lady. It's, it's <laughs> hurtful. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so sorry, as you begin walking through the forest, uh, do you guys, now that you are working together, do you kind of have a marching order? Who's taking the lead in this venture? Well, I, I suppose I might yeah. be taking the lead if we are in the forest. I was absolutely helping for that. Tommy is no good out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> does, does Bramble have a survival skill? Um. No. I will yes. say. Yes, yes, you <laughs> oh, do. I do. I would hope so. But it's not very good, and uh, neither is mine. I, but you know what? I do have, I do have a nipper who uh, has a very good survival skill. So nipper's going along with us, and nipper is helping us with, yes, surviving. Good. I'll be in the back with Kodros. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll caboose the survival. 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I'll be <laughs> just in case they miss something. I'll be I, I think it means following and uh, <laughs> caboose. Yeah. Going, yes, I helped. <laughs> this is how I take part See, in the glory. He understands my language. <laughs> it's a dwarfen turn term. It's caboose. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, you, uh, yeah, you've been making your way. And let's go ahead. I'm not going to make this terribly difficult, but give me a a survival check then. So it sounds like you said, so I don't know that Nipper, I mean, Nipper really can't read the map. So I think, what is your survival skill? Well, wait, I'm going to, I'm going to tell Nipper where I want to go. You're going to tell Nipper where you want to go. Yes. No, that's not how it works. That's... (laughs) Trunk's probably explored enough of the place, so I, mean, I can step in and help. I've got a plus three. I don't want to say too much, but I've got a plus eight survival. <laughs> and I've got a wolf here who's got, you know, a survival as a skill, too, and he can smell stuff. Would you like to go in front, then? I just, I was going to caboose, but just just so I could, I mean, I can go behind you. You know that myth of the alpha wolf leading from behind is not true, right? Yes, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be polite. It's This is your home, not mine. Well, the alpha wolf is a is a myth all in itself, but oh. we can talk about that later off air if we would like, because it is actually one of my pet peeves. <laughs> oh, I will want to know this. It I didn't based, say anything about alpha wolf. Oh, that was not me. It's based on a flawed study of wolves in captivity. Oh, yes. Okay, thank you. Um, so it's a fourteen. <laughs> okay, this is you guys are gonna be amazing. I can't wait to see where this goes. I'm intrigued. Perhaps around the campfire. Okay. Well, it is It is not that difficult since you have a map and you are familiar with navigating the forest. But, you know, once you're out of sight of, you know, the sun and whatnot, it's still easy to get kind of turned around. But you, uh, you have some good assistance here and you make your way um, pretty quickly. So, so it's about two leagues. So moving at Derun's caboose rate. <laughs> Be careful. We can just we don't have need to run everywhere. No, you don't you don't definitely need to run everywhere. So do you know how to run? I do. You guys call it walking. I wasn't going to say that, but that <laughs> has been what I've I'm noticed. sorry, my whole body is your one stride. <laughs> Alright, so it takes you uh, it takes you about two miles or two miles. <laughs> takes you about two takes you about two hours. Uh so we're getting getting towards the uh, the middle, well, probably about the round three or so about when you get there important to keep track of that so yeah you you start getting near the area that you think you should find and i am actually going to change your map again when coders gets a little bit older i'm going to jump on her back then she'll go much faster than all of us (laughs) that would be a big wolf well it's what they call a level seven wolf (laughs) is that what they call it (laughs) yes uh, it's it's translated loosely in Norwich. It doesn't translate very well. It's, it's got a There's no brain. English word for some of the level. And... I'm finding that to be a path arm. Uh, let me grab your people here. You should see the map. You're going to be coming in on the bottom of it. Mm. Kind of a small map. Saying. Wow. Did you really just say that? It was in. He I've did. seen bigger maps. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Why? Why would you say such a thing? Can we not say those kinds of things? But to be fair, he's 
thinking of about my computer at least and not, you know. No, that really shutting wasn't. Shutting down the whole program. <laughs> wasn't any bit of uh, a concern of mine. Oh. Okay. There we go. The gauntlet has been laid, I guess. All right. So if you could all verify you've got control of your people, I'm going to drag you over here to the path. Okay. Now I see my people. Now this is a big map. Oh. I'm like, I thought it was a decent sized map. Yeah, no, I was just looking so far away, you know? Oh, you were just like, you weren't at the right zoom. And... Right. It's my fault. I apologize. I'll, I'll never question the size of your map again, Don. As you, as you really should not. <laughs> He's, that has played with me long enough to know yeah. that I really like pushing the limits of technology and yeah. how much Roll20 can accommodate. Roll20 knows him as that guy. That guy. All the servers are peeking out. Like, there he goes with that 200 by 200 map again. <laughs> we said, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And, uh, yeah, I got control. All right. All right. So you, um, you are still kind of in a, a younger growth part of the forest. Again, it's kind of a cool day. The trees are tall and somewhat dense, though. And uh, you've managed to come across a, uh, it looks like a game path that is going in the direction that you want. And Bramble and Zinnia have been leading their way down the path. As you uh, continue through the woods, you can see up ahead, there appears to be a clearing. Oh. All right. Oh, she says. Oh, that looks suspicious. All right. Uh, if you want to go ahead and move your pawns towards the edge of the clearing. Could I check the, the trail game trail here to see what kind of activity is going on recently? Sure. Give me a survival check. That is going to be a 25. All right. You, you, you uh, pause and get down and study the ground. And yeah, you can see that I mean, game has, has been coming down here. I mean, probably a, you know, a mixture of small game, but definitely some deer or elk and some of some larger things. You mm-hmm. perhaps use. But just game. Yeah. No uh, bipedal. Activity? Yeah, you don't see any any signs of humans, fae, or otherwise that you would recognize. I'm more on the lookout for like signs of collecting and gathering, like uh, things planted, things clipped off of, uh, like cut off of roots oh, yeah. and things like that. Okay. Um, give me a perception check. Perception. Um, that is a twenty-one. Yeah, so there are no signs of anything recent. You you do see as you get closer to the clearing, perhaps there was what were things cut. You can see where somebody did probably get some firewood, like some small, you know, where some small trees were brought down, some gathering, but nothing afresh. Okay. Um, would I be able to kind of gather like how long ago we're talking? Because if this is the area that she's living in, there should be like signs over you know, months and years of activity, I would imagine. So, yeah, there definitely would, I mean, you know, if you were to probably go in and start really looking to see, you know, over, over the years. Okay, so just nothing so far. Um, you don't think, you don't see anything fresh, like nothing within months, maybe six months or more. Hmm. So they, things have, you know, started to regrow. But as you, as you get closer... Um, yeah, the dense and thick brush of the forest give away, and they seem to be parting in front of you, where you can see a large clearing, at the center of which you can see a small cabin that looks quite a bit dilapidated. And 
surrounding the cabin in this large glade, which is about 100 feet across. You can see they almost look like scarecrows, but maybe a little bit, mostly made out of wood. They're not made out of straw. And the clearing is a bit overgrown, but the most prominent thing in it, there is an unusual tree planted somewhat near the house. And it actually looks to be like uh, maybe like a cherry blossom tree. Now, Zinnia and Bramble, I need you both to make a will save. So Zinnia's will save is an 18. Okay. Uh, yes, it, it, it is a nine. All right. So, you, so Zinnia, you said you're kind of riding on Bramble's shoulder? Uh, sorry. No, I... You should see on the map that I am now riding on Nipper. Okay. So you've kind of ridden out a little bit ahead. Everybody's moving maybe semi-cautiously as you get, get into this clearing. And Bramble, you begin to feel uneasy. And you think to yourself, eh, maybe, maybe we really shouldn't go check out this cottage. And almost uh, just unconsciously, you just kind of veer and just start turning around. And you're thinking maybe just going back the other way. Right. Do I express this to other people? No, you literally would start doing that, ah. and and everybody else would just kind of notice that. It looks like you're just kind of not not hurriedly, more casually. You just like Bramble turns around and starts going the other way. Wait, hey, uh, Bramble. Uh, yes. What's going on, mate? Um, I just I don't have a great feeling about this place. Is it what kind of feeling? You find yourself, Bramble, like still just walking away. Very, it's like to you, completely unconsciously. Like you're really not even aware of it. You're just like you're just like turned around and you're walking away. Trunk, grab Bramble. Was there a please in there? <laughs> <laughs> I walk over, <clears throat> kind of poke Bramble on the shoulder. Bramble, I I think the wood is getting to scramble your brain again. Um, I I don't know what you mean. Well, you'll know how some trees are like, do not come here with their colors, and I, I think maybe you are afraid of not trees. <laughs> maybe. There's, there's something telling me to, to not go towards the cabin. So you, you end up walking, uh, and probably, assuming everybody else pauses, for, you just walk back down the trail for probably like 50, 50 to 70 feet, and then you can pause. And look around and just feel a little bit befuddled. All right. And so as Bramble does that, I mean, so Trunk, did you, I mean, did you like grab them or you just like um, kind of walking with them? Like if while I'm, you know, trying to talk to Bramble to continue moving forward, I'll, I'll probably grab and hoist <laughs> kind of thing because it's, it's feeling kind of enchanted forest level mm -hmm. at the moment. It is, yeah. So, sorry about that. <laughs> and just, yeah. Do a little fawn pickup. Then, um, Tommy, you would pretty much reach the edge of the forest uh, pretty near, looks like uh, Zinnia and Nipper. Sure. And give me, can I give me a perception roll? Perception. Something I'm really good at. That is a seven. Okay. I mean, you, you look at this clearing and, and these, 
weird, fetishy. Scarecrow really is the wrong word, but you don't have the right word. Sure. There's like little creepy mannequin things that somebody's made. Okay. Um, but yeah, you don't notice anything. I mean, it all just feels a little weird and uneasy. Um, Darun, at that point, you know, you were in the rear. Mm-hmm. Ramble walked by you. Mm-hmm. Did you want to just kind of keep going up near Tommy up into this clearing? Yeah, I'll just keep going up front. Cordes probably leading the way. Okay. In front of me there. All right. You um, get go and give me a, a perception check also. It's going to be a 14. All right. So, yeah, you study the clearing. You still don't see any signs of recent passage. Mm-hmm. But thinking about your survival check and what you were looking for earlier, you do note, well, you notice the absence of, like, wildlife in the clearing. Mm-hmm. And you notice that the game, those, you know, the tracks you did see, don't, like, none of them continue on. Mm. Like, this this little trail... It, kind of, it becomes becomes progressively more overgrown as you mm-hmm. get near the clearing, and then it's just kind of like a wild patch of grass, this run-down old cottage ringed by these fetishy things, and this strange uh, cherry, blo- cherry blossom tree, which is certainly out of place. So, Trunk, you bring uh, Bramble, who seems to have regained their senses, back up to the edge of the clearing where Xenia is sitting on Nipper. What do you guys want to do? We, we'll kind of just... Go back to you, uh, Rochelle, with Zinnia, since you were sort of in the lead. So Zinnia just wants to plow forward and call out, like, as the the silly fairy that she is. And, and like, she'll take off of Nipper's back now that she sees the the um, the cottage and, and calls out for, Urizmilia? Urizmilia? We need your help. And your... Your tiny voice seems to get lost in an almost muffled silence of the of the glade. You don't hear anybody call back. The barest hint of a wind blows through, kind of causing a couple of the fetishes to twitch a little bit in the breeze. Mm. You have a moment to kind of study them since you seem to be, you know, you sort of pick up a lot of details as you're glancing around. And there's something unpleasant about them. It just particularly seems to unsettle you. Which you really, I, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, but I, I don't get a sense that Zinni gets unsettled easily. No, no. Yeah, so that's probably an uncomfortable feeling, I would think. You notice that, that these uh, fetishes are shaped like uh, either like tiny men or imps or rearing serpents. And they're just propped up in the yard as if they were kind of guarding the, guarding the cottage against the outside world. Okay, well, I'm just going to fly over them. Is this just me or is this a bit weird? Well, it's, so. a, it's a hag. Hags are weird. Oh, I don't know much about them. Well, me either. This is just, I imagine they're weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I approach kind of hand in hand with Bramble, uh, are you experiencing a similar desire to back away from the area or has that passed now? It did. It did pass. I mean, you still feel uneasy, but if Trunk, if you set them down... They don't seem to be wandering away. No, I won't run away this time. Um, looking at the scarecrow kind of constructions, um, I can't imagine that Trunks had much experience with like a legit scarecrow or whatnot. Faye probably comfortable with whatever happens in their little gardens, yeah? 
Sure. Uh, yeah. But you, I would think that they, uh, the idea of little fetishes that might be more familiar. Sure. I think we're still kind of fleshing out what fake culture looks like, but I have to imagine that that concept is not, not unfamiliar, but maybe just not like this and definitely maybe not like the, you know, get out of my crops sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems that this place is warded from unwanted visitors. So maybe we either make ourselves very welcome or so unwelcome that our friend has to come out and see what's going on. Well, either way, we need what, they, what she has. All right, time is of the essence. I will walk up to one of the fetishes and just push it over. Oh, my. <laughs> Destru- apparently, Trunk's thing is destruction of, like, <laughs> property. <laughs> yeah, destru- yes. Who knew? <laughs> I, I, I like it. I mean, we're learning a little bit about each mm-hmm. of you. They're sturdy enough that a strong breeze would knock them over. But, yeah. It's you walk over and you know it's just basically like it's hammered into the ground, but you could very easily just sort of lift and push and then it just falls flat. Okay. Um, like without trying to actually damage them, I'm just gonna you know pluck them out, put them over, and see if that seems to have any impact on the area around us. Oh, okay. So you're gonna basically circumnavigate the cottage and systematically knock them all over i mean probably only in like the the front facing area first okay um, okay all right so while you are doing that zenny are you still calling out um so if there was no response the first time that i called out then i'm just going to proceed forward and i'm going to check out the strange um possible cherry blossom tree all right bramble what are you going to do while zenny is checking out the tree and trunk is knocking things over Hmm. I think I will also go check out the tree. All right. Uh, Jeff, what's Tommy going to do? Uh, Tommy's up by Zinnia, just kind of taking in, being on the lookout for anything that looks suspicious. All right. Kind of gathering around the tree. And Darun? I'm going to go a bit of right to the tree. And I want to perhaps have Kodra say, do you smell? Do you smell her, girl? And hopefully she uses her scent. To smell, which she can, up to 30 feet. Okay. Um, I mean, go ahead and 30 feet, huh? It's a DC 10 to, to pick something. That's what it says on here, but... Uh, give me, give me perception for Kodra. I'm sorry. Thank you. That would be a 21. So Kodra is definitely intrigued by the cottage in a, in a, a negative way. So as you get close to the tree, and it looks like a lot of you are kind of examining it, you see Kodra's hackles kind of rise, mm-hmm. and probably a little, just that maybe low, low growl, just looking at the cottage with some concern. Is she in there, girl? I'm trying to get, like, an idea. Is there actually... Uh, so she, I mean... She can't tell you that, but she will just kind of look at you and mm-hmm. and just a little growl. Mm-hmm. So, Trunk, you get you finish knocking over. Like it looks like the front for these things. Is that? Uh, yeah. Does it seem to have had any impact on how people are navigating the area or the look of it at all? Um, you know, I I don't know if they express it, but. Uh, you weren't you weren't specifically feeling 
you know, whatever was affecting Bramble. Yeah, the fact that Truck wasn't feeling the same concern about the area as the rest of the Fae is quietly, secretly problematic for me because I consider myself a fairy. <laughs> but whatever. Um, <laughs> but, you know, maybe it's the small fairy, though. Possible. So it's maybe a size thing. Right. Yeah, as I would say as you get, uh, yeah, you knock over the, maybe the front four, whether they voice it or not, Bramble, you and Zinnia feel a little, little less uncomfortable. Okay. With that kind of confirmation, I will uh, cast Detect Magic and look at the area to see if there's any other kind of concentration of warding or illusion or something like that. Okay. Yeah, you, these, uh, these fetishes have an enchantment on them, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to be some sort of abjuration. You, if you... Uh, with detect magic, you could study it with spellcraft and try to determine exactly what it's doing. I mean, it's like a warding kind of effect, so I'm not too worried about scrutinizing the effect of that. I'm looking for magic beyond the fetishes. Um, so I'll keep an eye out for any other source, any other kind of spell that may be active in the area, and then I'll continue like knocking the rest of them over. Like all of them? Um, just the ones in kind of the the front area. I'm not going to worry about like walking into the back. Okay. All right. So while you are doing that, um, everybody else had kind of gathered around the tree and you studied the tree a little bit. Yes. I mean, was there something, I mean, you're, you know, it's out of place. So it was clearly planted and tended to and grown here. Other than that, uh, was there anything else specifically you were looking for? Well, I'm, I want to know what kind of tree it is. Is it, in fact, a cherry tree? I mean, how old is it? Like, yeah. What, what, it, what can I understand about this tree? It's not magical, correct? It is not magical. Okay. It, it is a cherry tree. Okay. And, I mean, cherry trees are native to Galtia. They are not really, not, uh, not usually grown in Shepherd's Vale. It's more, maybe people grow more apple trees here. So it was, I mean, probably brought in as a sapling or however it was grown here. It didn't, it, you know, it's very unlikely it just randomly planted itself here. Okay. So it is a, it is a ornamental that somebody planted and tended to and yeah. has been like pruned and nurtured and yes, et cetera, et cetera, All et cetera. of that has been well tended. Um, at least up until perhaps th- this season. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's no, no cherries? It's a cherry well, tree? I mean, it, it's in bloom right now, or it's, oh. right? That's what I'm seeing from the picture. Yeah. So there would be no, I mean, if it's, it's, just it, a cherry blossom it's in bloom, it's, yeah. yeah. All right. So then with that, with that information, then I'm going to fly directly to the cabin and see what I can see inside. All right. So Zinnia just heads up to the cabin. Um, Bramble? Um, I will follow Zinnia. Seeing that, I'll speak up. You may want to wait just a few seconds. Uh, Zinnia ignores all warnings. <laughs> <laughs> and I will stop mid-track and freeze. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's going to take trunk you know a couple more minutes to finish knocking the rest of these down um because i assume you're probably like halfway around the the ring at this point mm-hmm. uh all right so tommy um 
What do you want to do? I'm up by Zinnia again. Just kind of just waiting for someone else to make a decision. Bold. Darun? I'm going to have uh, Corda. I'm going to be more a little bit more interested what Trunk's doing. I see him probably doing some semantic poses, and uh, (laughs) so I can kind of get idea he's casting some kind of magic to detect magic, and maybe I'll help him out so he can if he needs any assistance. Well, I mean, you could exploit things by I will go over knocking over these and have Corda do it. Actually, who's stronger than me? Um, okay. I can give her a simple, I mean, she's, she's got tricks, you know. Uh, yeah. So knocking over Scarecrow Fetish, one of your, your yes. handful of <laughs> tricks. It's a, that's very, very niche. A very specific feat. I could probably go over and say, Gorda, attack. Push. Yeah. It's like, she's it's not like an idiot. those dog shows where they, like the dogs are trained to like, right. oh, like knock open a door. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. those? I love those. <laughs> so I could, you know. Go attack, because that's one of her skills or tr- her tricks. So okay. there. All right. Well, I, I won't. <laughs> and she'll be ripping it apart. And, you know, attack with... fetish. Yes. <laughs> I'll kind of wince at the aggressiveness. I go, oh, I do not know if I would damage them. You know. Yeah, you know. Okay, Zinni, are you going to pause long enough for the two, to your two companions to finish knocking the fetishes over? Well, I'm not opening anything. I mean, is there a window that I can look into? There is a, um, on the front of the, of the front of the cabin, and this is kind of like a, uh, like a small crux style house. Uh, there is, there is a window. It is shuttered and, you know, has some cracks in it, but actually nothing you can fit through. You can peek through them though. That, yes. I want and to peek through. The interior, you can see all all of the all of the windows are shuttered, so there's not a lot of ambient light inside. And from what you can see, yeah, it looks like cobwebs and some furniture and some shelves, but it's just really gloomy. Even with your low light, you don't see any movement or anything, and nothing is lit inside. Mm, I'll tell I'll tell Bramble and Tommy who are right there. It doesn't look like she's here. Doesn't look like anybody's been here for a while. I would agree, but it looks like security measures are still very functional. So two more minutes, <laughs> and I'll continue knocking things around. Well, with with uh, Derune's assistance, assuming that nobody is going to bust inside yet, uh, they they can get those knocked over pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tommy will wait. All right. So you, they finish getting them knocked over, and then uh, you can make your way around to the front of the house where the the others are just standing there by the door. Is there anything odd of note on the back side of the cabin? There's a uh, kind of a wildflower. I'm not going to call it a garden on the very back side. Just wildflowers have overgrown that portion of the field, and kind of on the west side of the cabin, there is a garden that has been untended. Ooh. And has overgrown. It has a just. It does have a lot of a mixture of flowers there. You notice there's a kind of a weathered shovel just was left out. Well, I've heard enough stories about plucking witches' flowers and whatnot, so I will avoid them. <laughs> All right. All right. We, we've called out for her. Yeah, she's not come out. 
No, it doesn't look like anybody's inside at all. Okay. Unless this is some kind of spell or glamour or... Tommy, give it a hard knock. Just in case she was sleeping. All right, I'll, I'll give it a nice firm knock. Boom, 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 boom. The door it creaks a bit, but it is, it is definitely solid and silence. I'll do a detect magic. On the door? Sure. Okay, no, fair enough. Uh, you sit there and shift your eyes a bit and examine the door, and you do not detect any magic on it. Okay, then I'll use, I'll use um, an open close on it and to open it, not to close it. It's already closed. <laughs> <laughs> but you could close it if you wanted again, right? Yes, if I, if I use another cantrip on it. Oh, that's handy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, without some warning, uh, Zinnia kind of points at the door and says something arcane sounding. The door quivers, but does not open. Tommy, you heard, you heard it just sort of like creak a little bit, and you notice that it looks like it's maybe either swollen in its frame or Ooh. kind of shifted off of its hinges, and uh, it might require some of your special uh, specialty. I attempt to open it. Violently, <laughs> use your open cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you're gonna cold shoulder. Yeah, you're gonna give it a little shoulder or kick. Um, which is gonna look better? We're gonna give it a shoulder. All right. Back up a few feet. Excuse uh, me, and then I'll just run and try to shoulder into it. Lovely. Uh, give me a strength check. Oh, okay. please. <laughs> Just part, part of me wants you to succeed. Roll. Part of me doesn't. Just strength. Right? Yeah, you roll and add your strength bonus. So that would be a sixteen. Lovely. Okay, you plow into the door, and uh, it actually was it was less solid than it looked. Even though okay. it was, it was, it must be rotted from the inside. Mm, sure. Because you crash through it. Okay. <laughs> like it, it, it gives way and sure. just comes off its hinges. And you repel it forward, you know, a couple of feet where it eventually will like fall flat inside with a loud crash, sending dust and debris filling, you know, filling the, the, the tight space. Sure. But and does he run through the other side of the building? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Tommy no. the Kool-Aid man. Um, I was just about to say, I don't think it looks structurally sound. All right. So, Tommy, you, uh, yeah, you stand there basically just inside the door. Uh, feel a little rush of exhilaration looking into the gloom. And anyone you, home? You quickly glance around at the the dull hearth that hasn't obviously been burning for ages. And there's a large cauldron in the center of the room. Again, dust has really filled it, filled the air. And you can see there's a rocking chair kind of almost straight across from you that is rocking ever so slightly. And there's a figure in it. <gasps> That seems to be sort of like wrapped up in in cloth or maybe a rotting blanket. Sure. Um, and oh. the smell of death and decay kind of fill your nostrils as you look oh. look at this creepy figure. Okay. And we'll see what happens next week. Oh, oh no! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right. Let that be in your nightmares for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. All right. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show and want more, 
please leave us a rating and review on whichever platform you use. And of course, feel free to share us on social media. We'll be back next week with more adventures in the world of TELUS. To tide you over, you can read more about the cast, characters, and the world of TELUS at AdventuresEdgeRPG.com. And if you're headed out on your own adventure, be sure to ask your companions what they're skilled at. <laughs>